Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the Song Ranting Podcast, where I take listener questions and do my best to shed some light on the often hard-to-explain topic that is songwriting. So, this episode is based on the fifth in a series of five live streams I did on YouTube at the beginning of the year. And in each live stream, it just addressed one of the top five frustrations that musicians face when writing songs. And this is all just based on listener feedback. So in today's video, I'll be diving into the topic of time management. And specifically, I wanna take a look at three different steps that you can take to make more time for music making, including one, taking stock of how you spend your time day to day, two, eliminating any distractions, and finally three, I talk about some practical ways that you can make the most out of your time and schedule it properly. I'm really, really happy with how this episode came out, and if you're anything like me, I know you're gonna get a ton out of it. I definitely used to be super unorganized when it came to time management, and a lot of that tied in with this belief that I had in this myth of waiting for inspiration to happen. That's actually something I talked about on the previous episode, uh, episode nine, so if you haven't heard about that, go check that out. But if that resonates with you, stay tuned for this one. And if you're looking to get the most out of what little time that you have to spend on making music on the day to day, I just wanna point you towards my free songwriting checklist. It's just a simple PDF that was designed to help you stay in the moment with the creative process so it's not overly complicated and it's a quick read. And basically it's just a list of simple steps that you can take to go from having no idea to starting your next song. And this can happen within the next 10 to 15 minutes. This checklist serves as a companion to everything that I've been talking about in this series. So if you're interested, grab that for free at the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube or head to fastermusiccreation.mykajabi.com slash songranting if you're listening in Apple Podcasts. All right, so let's get into it. Today, I'm gonna to be talking about uh, the, the topic of time management. So I receive a lot of feedback about this particular obstacle that a lot of people face. And I was definitely in this camp as well. The main reasons why I wanted to talk about time management was that I kept receiving a lot of similar answers from people. People would say things like, I just have no private time or I get dis disrupted by like the day-to-day -day crap as they said. Or, you know, I just find it super hard to find enough time to focus on the song. Starting with topic number one, taking stock, right? You can't really know what to do until you realize you become aware of what you are spending your time on day to day. Okay. Even like people who say like, I have no time. I've been so busy this week. If you are very conscious about how you spend your time and you keep track of it, you might be able to free up more time than you think. So it's all about taking stock about uh, taking stock of rather what you spend your time on. So for example, what I had to do was to sit down with pen and paper and just write down all of my day-to-day -day activities, the things that were kind of routine. And it made me realize like how much time I was wasting on certain things, uh, particularly just the, the main one that I think we all agree on is social media. Um, you know, uh, we are all on social media for, for a reason, right? Some of those reasons vary. Maybe you want to keep in touch with family and friends or whatnot. Um, maybe you're doing it for work-related purposes. That's what I do these days. But either way, you know, the, the phone is super addictive and it, it, it sucks you in. And before you know it, you're scrolling down for, you know, way too long and you're not even thinking about it at some point because you just go on autopilot and, and 
you know, each platform has their own way of hooking you, right? And it's just a time suck. More often than not, you're wasting your time. So with social media in mind, I want to talk about ways to get over that. To some of you, this might be like, yeah, no, I already do that. So bear with me for a second. But for those of you that don't know about this, if you're an iPhone user, right, you can go into the settings and actually limit the amount of time you spend on your phone. Or you rather, you can disable certain apps on your phone for a certain amount of time that you decide on. Uh, I literally just did this this morning and limited my ability to check email, to go on Facebook, to go on Instagram, and a bunch of other things from 8 in the morning to 11.15 a.m. And even then, it allowed me to kind of just, you know, be very present for whatever task it was that I was working on. Even if it was just like, sometimes I like to check email while listening to a podcast or, or listening to music or anything like that. And I'll miss stuff in the podcast or if I'm reading an audiobook or something like that, I'll miss it because I'll get that kind of, you know, that little addiction twitch, <laughs> addiction twitch. That's a good band name. Um, to like just compulsively check my phone while I'm doing it and in limiting my exposure to it, right. In setting that little, you know, screen time limiter, it weirdly felt like a relief. It was kind of like, Oh yeah, I can't. And I thought it was going to be a problem at first just because it's like, I know I'm addicted to my phone, but, um, yeah, it was a relief. And it just allowed me once again, to be very present in what I was listening to, what I was doing. And, I also knew that there'd be a time where I could check it again. So it just allowed me to let go of it to focus on other things. That's a huge one. Just go into your phone, program it so that it limits the apps that you can use at a certain time, or just turn your Wi-Fi off, whatever you want to do, you know? That's the first thing I would say. The next thing is, you know, look at how much TV you watch during the day or at the end of the day or anything like that. I tend to get you know, at the end of the day is when I just kind of disconnect. So I watch at least a couple of hours of TV, if not more, depending on like what's, you know, what's there. If there's, you know, a bingeable show on Netflix or whatever, I might go down the rabbit hole a little bit longer, maybe three hours. But even that, it's like even two hours. That's like, dang, that's a long time. It's a long time to like not be doing something. So it's important to kind of just be aware of that and seeing like what you're willing to um, eliminate in order to free up some extra time to focus on this thing that you're passionate about, writing music. And if you're not willing to do that, another thing might be just to, you know, wake up 30 minutes earlier or go to bed 30 minutes later to, to set aside time to work on your music. I've spoken with people where, you know, they have kids and the only time that they're able to do it is, you know, at the end of the night when everybody goes to bed, you know, that's their time and that works for them. So you have to find what works for you. Touching back on the subject, though, of like eliminating distractions regarding like social media, email is the other killer, too. Right. <clears throat> and I am super guilty of this because, you know, email is a huge part of my work, you know, whether I'm doing, you know, lessons or if I'm doing session work or anything like that, email is, you know, uh, 
one of the main windows to any opportunities that I have, right? So I find myself falling into the trap of constantly checking email when I really need to implement this a lot more when, because when I have, it's worked out tremendously in my favor. And what I mean is limiting um, checking email to two times a day. So check it first thing in the morning, or maybe give yourself an hour before you check email, just to let your brain kind of just align with the rest of <laughs> your reality. Just, you know, just allow yourself to wake up, allow yourself to kind of, you know, come online there in a sense, then check your email once and then let it go. Don't check it until the very end of the day. Okay. There's this kind of, um, built-in sense of urgency that we get when it comes to if you get a message from somebody or if you write an email to somebody, right? And you feel like, God, they're going to respond today or I hope they respond today or, you know, I just received an email from them and, you know, I feel like I need to respond to them. Um, if you're anything like that, a good reminder is that it's email. <laughs> it's It's not... If it was really urgent, it would be a phone call or it'd be a text message or something like that. You know, if this is somebody that you're, you know, close with enough to have given your phone number, if it's an emergency or anything like that, chances are it's going to be um, in the form of a text message or a phone call and not an email. So my point with all that is that you can get back to that email at any time. There's no time limit on that. Even if it says urgent, time sensitive, it's like, it's an email. No, you'll get to it later that day. Okay. It's much more important to just, again, partition off these activities and time so that everything is very focused. So you're not feeling scatterbrained or just like having to, you know, um, rip your mind into two different directions. Cause that never is effective. It just never, um, it's not a catalyst for any kind of productivity. So check email only two times a day or less, you know, after you figured out how much time you spend on certain things and after you freed up a good amount of time that you're, you didn't realize you were wasting, the next step is to figure out what day or rather figure out what time of day works best for you when you are going to sit down and write music or work on songs or anything like that. So for example, for me, I like to wake up super early in the morning for a couple of different reasons. I am super, um, sensory sensitive, which means, you know, my ears are super sensitive. I just, I, if I hear really high pitched frequencies, or if I hear very, you know, shrill nasally sounds, I've just, it's, it cuts through my brain. <laughs> I'm just super easily distracted. And I've tried everything to kind of like, you know, work my way around it. And I've tried to, you know, like tough it out and try to like, you know, I do everything from noise canceling headphones to earplugs especially if I, I'm sleeping at night and, and, I, and I hear the neighbors next door or whatever. I have a, a neighbor with a dog, one of those little yippy dogs. So her bark or, yeah, I think it's a her. Her bark is very, you know, shrill and cuts through walls and it's just super distracting for me. So what I like to do is wake up anywhere from like, you know, 7 a.m., 6 a.m. If I go crazy, sometimes 5 a.m. And it just allows me to have this, you know, peaceful, uninterrupted amount of time to just focus on whatever it is I want to be doing without any any uh, risk of distraction. And the other thing that's really beneficial is whether or not this is psychological, I personally believe that... I am at my most creative 
first thing in the morning. Um, I believe there are some studies that tie in with this. I don't have them off the top of my head, so I can't say that for certain, but I personally believe, and I feel like, and that's what it all comes down to anyways. If you feel like you're the most creative at a certain point of day, make it a priority to, to set aside time for that part of the day as best that you can. So again, like I mentioned earlier, some people like to do it at the end of the night, if they have a family and if they have other things, some people do it on their lunch break, whatever it's going to be, but just, you know, finding what time of day works best for you. And then to, to add to that, employ what's known as uh, time blocking. So that's just sitting down, writing down, if you have multiple tasks that day, like, oh, I got to write this, I got to write this, I got to write this, or I got to do this. You know, assign a specific amount of time for each task and then schedule breaks in between each task. Set a timer for the time it takes to complete the task, right? And um, I'm telling you, it just keeps you in between the lines like you wouldn't believe. I do this if I have multiple things going on. Um, I did this all, you know, last couple of weeks because there were things I was doing like, you know, wake up in the morning. Okay. I have to write this song for this client and it's due at the end of the day. <laughs> so I would have to schedule things out where it's like, okay, from 8am to 930 work on lyrics, melody, mapping out the song structure. After 930, I'll take a half hour break and I'll have breakfast. And then from there, maybe I'll get back to it at 11 right and then work another 90 minute block from 11 o'clock to 12 30 where i'm recording guitars and working on the bass and mapping out um you know vocal guide tracks for that song and then i'll take another half hour break i'll probably even like take a nap or, or meditate or anything like that just to kind of like you know defrag my computer here and then once i get back to that <clears throat> i'll have a cup of coffee and then just go right into the studio here, go into that ISO box and just start recording vocals. And again, I'm treating it as in like 90 minute blocks because that's, I'm fortunate enough these days to have that amount of time. I know not everybody has that, right? So you have to tailor it to what suits your schedule. But the fact that you're like blocking out specific chunks of time and you're setting a timer for it, right? It's just, it's such a powerful way of staying focused and on task when you're doing all this sort of stuff. So that has helped my time management so, so much. So moving on, because I want to talk about utilizing what's known as dead time. Um, there's this great book by this guy named Aubrey Marcus, who is the, well, he was the CEO of On It. I'm not sure if he is anymore. He has his own podcast too, the Aubrey Mar Marcus podcast. But anyway, the, um, the book is called Own the Day, Own Your Life. And uh, he talks about this concept of dead time. So meaning it's any time that's not spent in a productive way. Maybe you're stuck in traffic or you're just driving to work or you're at the airport waiting for your flight or you're on a bus heading, you know, wherever. Or maybe you're just, you know, in the car on a long trip. Maybe you're stuck on the subway. Maybe you're on a train, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Maybe you're, you know, at the dentist and you're waiting. <laughs> you're in the waiting room. Any any scenario where you're just kind of like, you feel like you need to kill time, right? That's a great opportunity to, you know, start working on some ideas. So a couple of things I recommend doing, right? Let's take the car, for example. 
couple of different things you can do in the car. One, make demos of any song ideas that you've been working on. It doesn't have to be a full song. It can be like a piece of a song. And then just play it while you're driving and see if you can come up with different arrangement ideas, maybe structural ideas. Say like, ooh, that, that verse is too long. I need to shave that down a little bit. Or, you know, that bridge could use, you know, maybe more toms in the drums. That chorus, we should switch, you know, the hi-hat to a, a ride during the chorus. Um, this part should be a vocal for sure. This part maybe have some harmonies. This part should be a solo, things like that. Maybe even start to get some lyrical ideas. Doing that, you know, I, I always do that with songs that I'm writing. I, I demo everything out and then just have instrumental versions of the songs, even if they're like just, you know, drum and guitar or even drum and like um, scattered vocals, anything like that, just the bones of the song. And I'll just bring it with me not only with driving, but also with walking. Um, and I come up with a ton of ideas that way. The other thing you can do in the car <clears throat> is listen to nothing. <laughs> you just turn everything off. And I learned this the hard way by, you know, owning a car without a radio in it. So I was forced to, you know, get creative. And I would come up with a lot of ideas as a, as a way of like, you know, preserving my sanity. Uh, and there's a lot to be said for that, too, because boredom can be one of your most powerful tools in creating anything. So, you know, I wound up, you know, just like tapping on the steering wheel to make some noise. And before I knew it, I would start to get like these ideas for, for different types of songs. And I, I have since written entire songs based on these. So for those of you who are on the mailing list and want to hear some of these examples, let me know. And I will shoot you a private link just to help you hear an example of how this is actually possible. So those are a couple of things you can do while you're driving, right? Let's say you feel like you don't have any dead time at all, right? Let's say like, no, I work like 60 hours a week and it just takes all my energy and I come home exhausted and, and whatever, right? When it comes to that kind of scenario, I think you have to be just super opportunistic and find ways to integrate your songwriting process into your job. <laughs> All the bosses of the world right now being like, what? But I mean, this is what I used to do. Uh, I worked um, in pest control for about seven years when I was, um, when I was in my youth. So that kind of job uh, means that you're out on the road all the time, like all day, like eight hours a day, just, going house to house and, and treating each house for certain pests, and insects and whatnot, right? And the job was very simple. You know, you learn it pretty quick. And other than like getting used to different routes and whatnot, you knew exactly what to expect. So after a while, things became very much autopilot. And I found myself just, you know, dr my thoughts drifting towards like, song ideas i would listen to a ton of music at work all the time and and you know it, certain bands would inspire certain ideas and then i would you know just go back and like write down a lyrical idea or hum a melody idea and um the more that i would do that the more i found that i started actually writing entire song sections in my head where i had a lyric at first and then i'd spend like all afternoon while i was doing my job trying to figure out how to build music around this lyric idea and um, 
it wound up being one of the songs on my first album. So go figure, right? My point with all that is I was able to do that because I knew how to do my job so well that I didn't have to think about my job anymore. So if you happen to be in a job where you feel like you're just stuck and you just, you know, you know exactly how to do everything and you're bored all the time, that's a great opportunity to start to integrate things that you think you need to set aside time for. Uh, it's just the perfect, it's another form of dead time, dare I say. <laughs> um, and I'm telling you, one, not only will it help you to like, you know, be productive in a sense, be productive while being productive, but you'll also go throughout the day feeling a lot more fulfilled. You know, any day where I would, you know, have to go to a job that I didn't like at all or that I wasn't happy with, if I had written something that day or if I was writing something during that time at work, it just made the whole day that much better. You know, it, it just gave me the sense of fulfillment and even more importantly, like the sense of progress where I just felt like I was moving forward with something because I felt like I was stuck in this dead end job, right? So insanely powerful just to utilize that time to just make something. It just keeps you going. It really does. And um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about all of that. So just to recap, right? So like step one, take stock of how much time you spend on your day-to-day -day activities and see if you can't trim the fat, okay? See if you can't like make things like streamline things and, and, and cultivate a little extra time for yourself during the day. If you can, or if you can't, even if you have to make extra time, if you have to go to bed later or wake up early, either way, pick a time during the day that works best for you, where you can sit down to focus uninterrupted on writing music. Step three, utilize any dead time that you have, right? Like bus rides, work commutes, subways, airports, uh grocery stores oh i hate i hate grocery shopping um anything like that make demos listen to them see if you can make arrangement decisions lyrical decisions melody decisions anything like that during those otherwise par parts of the day where you feel like you just need to be killing time i'm super aggressive with that because like time is it's a non-renewable resource right so i get furious if I find that anything is wasting my time because I can't get that time back. So I try to use my time um, the most efficiently as possible. Um, doesn't always happen, right? But that's, that's what I try to do. And then finally, number four, just be opportunistic when you're at your job. If you feel like you don't have any dead, like dead time, just be opportunistic wherever you're at and see if you can find ways to integrate the process into your day-to-day -day life, into your job, into whatever it is you're doing. And um, I promise you'll get, you'll get at least started. You'll get some results and you'll get some, you'll get a little spark to keep you going. Um, and I only say any of this stuff because these are things that I have done and continue to do. And they, they always, they always work for me. So I hope they work for you. All right, there you have it. So thank you so much for watching or listening if you're on Apple Podcasts. 
And uh, I hope you got a ton out of this. I know that was a pretty lengthy episode right there. So there's a lot to kind of unpack. So if you're looking for something to help you to process all this sort of stuff in a more streamlined type of way, grab my free checklist at the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube or in the show notes at Apple Podcasts, or you could just go to fastermusiccreation.mykajabi.com slash songranting. Again, it's going to take everything that I'm talking about in this episode and just condense it down into some very simple and actionable steps. So grab that, you know, play this episode back and just read along if you want. It'll, it'll help out a lot. So thanks again for watching. And if you want me to talk about something in particular on a future episode, definitely drop me a comment if you're watching on YouTube or just, you know, find me on social media and shoot me a message to be like, hey, I'm really struggling with this. I would love for you to talk about this, right? So let me know. Thanks again. So, right